Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode. Last week, we talked all about goals, setting goals for ourselves, both personally and professionally, and then goal writing for our clients. So if you haven't taken a listen to that, stop quick, go listen to that, and then come back. Let us know what you thought, um, because we both really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I loved that one. And I think it was perfect for the time of year. It's January. We're all making new goals for ourselves and we're always making goals for our clients. So it was a really good episode. We enjoyed it and we learned a lot from each other, I think, from it. Mm -hmm. Um, But this week we are talking all about apps. So applications mainly, um, I use my iPad for most of my apps. Rachel, I'm not sure if that's what you use too, but I, I know most Apple iPad apps Mm -hmm. can also be Android. Um, I've Mm -hmm. only ever run into, and I'll talk about it when we get to it. I've only ever run into like one app that I've ever had an issue with that wasn't on Android that was on Apple. But um, all of these that we discussed, you should be able to find on your Apple store or your Android store. However, that works. I'm not really sure because I'm always an Apple person, Um, but you should be able to easily find them. And if you have any questions about them, definitely let us know. So, okay, diving in. So we're going to start with language-based apps first. And the first one I wanted to talk about was the Peekaboo series. I think, so we had posted on our Instagram asking for apps that um, you guys use and listeners use. And this is one that I had, but I think someone also suggested it. And it's a series. So I'm looking right now on the Apple website and they have what's called the Peekaboo Pack. So you can purchase them separately. Um, There's Peekaboo Barn, Forest, Wild, Presents, Fridge. There's a ton of different ones, but if you buy them separately, it says it would be $10, but when they're bundled together, it's only five. These are the cutest apps. I feel like they're kind of geared towards lower elementary preschool age but I use them specifically for vocabulary building, utterance, like expanding and building. So I see, uh, and then you click on the barn doors and the barn doors open and there's a pig. So you can kind of build off it that way. Um, they have so many different versions. I have the barn underwater forest and friends, I think. And those are apps that my students and my little ones are always choosing to pick and work on. So I highly suggest that. Claire, have you heard of that? I haven't. And I was just going to say they sound super cute. I love that. To be honest with you, I am in need of apps for little ones. I feel Mm -hmm. like I have a good app collection for the older kids, but for little kids, I don't have as many. So I'll definitely have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, the next one I had is actually very similar. It it's my it's literally my only app that I have on my iPad for pre-K. I would say um, because this is definitely geared toward my preschool kids or like Rachel said, early elementary. Um, it's called My Play Home, and it's basically just a bunch of rooms. The light version, you get two free rooms. I think it's the kitchen and the living room, and you basically just get to like set up your own story. So there's all these different icons like the mom and the dad and the brother and the pieces of the living room and you get to set it up. And then, um, the kitchen is fun because you get to open the refrigerator and there's all this food in it. And there's a lot of 
ways you can incorporate expanding utterances, labeling. That's what I've mainly used it for is like labeling or even where questions when we're teaching where to find things, um, kind of in the education phase, I've used it, but it's just really cute and it's really user-friendly and easy and something super low prep that you could pick up and make an entire session. They do have um, like the non-light version, the full version is $3.99. It has all the rooms of the house, but to be honest with you, I have the light version with the two rooms and I feel like I have enough to do even with those rooms. So, um, a really good free app. I like that. Cause it's kind of like virtual dollhouse or Barbie. Yeah, exactly. Or, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have some little ones that I think would really like that. So the next one that I have on our list sounds kind of similar in a way. So it's called super story maker. It's by super duper. It's been around forever. I remember in our AAC class in graduate school, we all had to present on an app. Claire's smiling. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to ask you when I saw this on our list. I'm like, this is the one we talked yeah. about in grad school because everyone loved it. They were like, Whoa, yeah, cool. So it's essentially a virtual storybook builder and it kind of lets you build whatever. So when you open it up, you're given like a blank white page. Um, you can choose from tons and tons and tons of different icons, different animals, people doing different actions, um, different setting locations. You, I, I'm pretty sure now you can record your voice. Um, and you so you can put words with this story. I use this for pretty much any language goal. Um, Claire pointed out a really good point with the My Play Home app for answering where questions, uh, or sometimes I do sequencing too. So uh, like talking about how we made our scene and what the process was for that. I don't know. I think my kids really like it because it's so open-ended that they kind of get to create whatever they want. And sometimes it's complete nonsense. Like I've had a page just with like a million hot dogs on it but still we got something accomplished and they loved it. So I would highly recommend that one. Yeah. It's so much fun. I used it a lot in the school cause we had it on our school iPad, but I haven't used or thought about it in years. And you got me all excited for it again. Cause I remember how much I loved it and seriously, so many opportunities for language with that one. That's um, another one that has two different versions. There's the light version, which is free. And then, um, the super story maker app, the regular one is four ninety nine, which is not bad. It's completely worth so it. So cheap. Yeah. So worth it for that. I was honestly expecting you to say at least $20 yeah. for how much is in the app. There's so much you can do with it. Definitely worth that. Um, the next like language kind of bundle that I want to talk about is the super duper apps. So there's a lot of super duper apps. There's pretty much an app for every, um, deck I would say out mm -hmm. there. If you think of the decks you may have from super duper, there's most likely an app for it. Um, there are though, I don't remember how many I'm looking at the site. There's probably about 10 free apps. If you don't know, you can go to their website and just search free apps and they have them all there for you on a nice little page. And there's some really good ones in there. Um, they have a super story maker, which sounds similar to what Rachel was just talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, but probably a little less, it looks like there's not as much in there, but there's also the naming app. So the naming app is one that I use a lot. It's really just flashcard of 
of things, but it's great for if you're moving from from classroom to classroom with like your little ones, even in preschool that you're working on language with. So you just have a deck of nouns already, whatever you're targeting with it, whether you're targeting basic labeling or categories or descriptions, you just have some basic flashcards on your iPad and away you go. Um, there's a couple other WH free questions using I and me, and these are all free guys. So seriously, just go to the website and look at them. There's obviously some paid ones too, if you are um, in the market for some of those. And again, there's so many, and I have used a lot of them um, that the school paid for when I worked for the school. So definitely look into some of your funding because I think for any of these that we talk about, a lot of the places you work will pay for these, but super duper, just like their decks and just like all of their activities has a lot of really good things for this. Yeah, I know I have, I think I have almost all of these free ones. I know I use the WH questions. Yes, one, that's a, a good one. A fair amount. So you have- you can download the app free and I think you get like either five or 10 questions for each, mm -hmm. but then you can choose to individually purchase. Like say you know, you're going to use what the, what deck a lot, you can choose to individually purchase that deck. And I think it's only a two ninety nine or something like that. And then it bumps you up to like 200 questions or something crazy yeah. like that. So I think yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, I know I use, and I use some of just like the basic ones. If you're doing, if you're trying to get a baseline on a kid, or if you're trying to do some really quick intervention, um, but either way, these really low prices are not much at all. So it's worth it if you're going to use it a lot. For sure. Um, the next one that I have on my list, I have not used. However, someone recommended it and I looked into it and I want it so badly. Okay. So it's called Balloonimals. And you basically make balloon animals on the iPad. You get to pick, I'm pretty sure you get to pick the color of your balloon and what you're going to make. And then through a series of swiping and moving your fingers different ways, you build this little balloon animal and then you have the, the chance to play with it. And then at the end, you can pop it. Um, I, so, it's cute. I love that. So cute. Um, anyways, I thought it would be really good for verbs, working on verbs, sequencing. Um, and they, it's, it's only a dollar 99. So I think that's worth it. It looks so cute. It yeah. got really good reviews too. And, oh, I forgot to mention this. You can take your balloon animal that you just made and pick different scenes and then like take photos on that of them on the scene. So for example, I'm looking at someone made a snail balloon animal and they took a picture of it like on a racetrack with cars. So that would be a good way to work in um, different questions and topics and vocabulary that way too. So I so love cute. it. Yeah. I love that. Again, always need ones for little ones too. So that's, that's a really good one for early intervention population. Definitely. Um, my next one, Rachel, have you heard of news to you and like newsomatic and all of those like similar I, apps? I haven't, but I use a similar, uh, like physical, okay. uh, resource. So I think I'm going to, yeah. like um, I use these a lot in the school and I know that a lot of the teachers use news to you and newsomatic is very similar and they both kind of go hand in hand. Essentially, you're getting 
an article and it comes with all of these questions and you can, there's different levels that you can take this article. So for special ed rooms, for example, um, that's where I saw it used the most in classroom because the teacher would put the level or put the article at different levels based on her students. So some students require that were possibly using AAC had all symbols for the article. And that's the way that it was introduced to them. Some that were at a higher level saw more words. It just kind of depended on where they were at, but it's really cool because you can kind of tailor it to what your student is able to do. But then it gives you all these questions and you can do retell and you can do sequencing definitely more appropriate. I think for older populations, I use this a lot more with like my junior high kids when I had those on my caseload. Um, but it's a, there's a ton out there, not just newsomatic and news to you. There's a bunch more. And like Rachel said, I'm sure there's some more physical versions as well, but it's just a really easy thing to take that already has the questions prepped for you. And it's, articles that might have to do with something in the world right now, but it is worded in a way that a child will understand. And that's what I really liked about them was that it was current events, but it was for children and for children to read. So it was really cool. Um, Newsomatic, I saw when I was looking has a free trial and then I couldn't figure out how much it was because it kept wanting me to sign up So I'm sorry, you guys, I don't know how much it is after your free trial, but I think it was a month that you got it for free. And then I assume what I would assume is that it's like a $20 for, I don't know, Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not sure. Cause it, it gives you a lot. It gives you five articles a month, five new articles a month. So that's a lot. Um, I, I can't totally say how much, but look into it. If you're interested, it's a very, good. And also one to ask for if you get funding, because it gives you endless resources. And like I said, there's new ones that come out every month, which is really cool. I love that. So one thing it's not an app, but one thing that I've been using because my school uses it um, during virtual learning is CNN 10. So Mm -hmm. have you heard of that? It's so they basically list 10 top news stories. It's geared towards students in the classroom. You can also pick the level. It's kid-friendly language. Um, I've seen teachers use it, and I th- I've, I've never used it personally, but it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the physical resource that I usually use when we're like in person is Scholastic News. Um, mm-hmm. I only get that once a month though. I get that with science. Um, and my students love that, but what you said about news to you that I love is that it takes the same article and varies it based on their level, because there are so many times where I want to work on something in group, but someone's a lot higher than the other one. And exactly. then we're working on different things and kids notice when you're, someone has something that's a lot more challenging or difficult versus someone has something with just a lot of pictures. So if you can work on the exact same story, but it's just given to them, um, at the level that they need it, I think that's huge. Yeah, I agree. So that's all we have for language, but the next category is articulation. And when we asked for suggestions, our friend Steph commented this one right away. I know she loves it. It's the Little B Speech um, Articulation Station Pro app. It's $59.99, but it's completely worth that, especially since that's just like a one-time thing and then you have it forever. It's amazing. It has all sounds in all positions. Um, 
really nice graphics to go with it. There's various games. You can play a matching game. You can build sentences. Um, there is a free version, but it's very limited. I think it only includes like four or five certain sounds. And they're not like frequently used. I want to say it's like T and like sounds that not like K or yeah. something that you would use all the time. Um, the one thing I will say about the free version is it's good to test it out because you get a feel of how the app works. Um, some of the resources that are available, they aren't all available on the free version, but that you get to see how it works. Um, the Little B Speech Articulation Station Pro app also includes a test center, but there's mm -hmm. also a free test one too. And that's an awesome resource. Yeah. I love articulation station. I feel like when I was, I was Googling like top speech therapy apps for this mm -hmm. episode. And that is always in mm -hmm. the top three, no matter what, like truly I could not find a list where that was not mm -hmm. number one or number two, I feel like. So, um, it's definitely a popular one. My favorite part of that app, um, that I think a lot of our tick apps have actually is that you can record it, but it doesn't save, which is good. So you're not mm -hmm. like breaking any HIPAA or anything, mm -hmm. but, um, you can record what they say and then immediately play it back to them. So you're getting that immediate auditory feedback, which I think has been really, really helpful for some of my kids. And some of my kids have really liked to hear themselves too. Mm -hmm. And especially when they can get to the point where they can correct it. So they hear themselves say it the wrong way. And then they're like, Oh wait, no, it's this. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. And I like that you can do it on each word. There's like a little record button. Mm -hmm. Um, you can do it on each word and you don't have to like record the entire session or anything like that. So it makes it really easy. Um, another one that's very similar is our tick picks and, I honestly don't need to even say anything about it because it's just so similar. It has like the matching and it has all um, the different positions. I saw that T H W Y and H are free. So yeah. W Y and H you'll probably never use, but if you had a kid with just T H and you got the free version, you're, you're set. Um, but then the whole thing is only $30. So it is a little cheaper than our ticket articulation station. Um, I will say, I still think articulation station is better and has more, but our tick picks, if you're going for a lower budget one, um, is very, very similar and you'll get just the same amount of words and sounds targeted. And then another that I liked that I haven't used since I was at the school, but I had it on my school iPad is speech tutor and it has the profile of the face when the sound is made and you can see inside how the sound is made. So the child can actually see the way your tongue goes up for the L or especially for the R sound, which is impossible to see. They can see the way that your tongue bunches or, um, whatever vowel controller initial R that you're doing. Um, I like that it gives you that visual for the sounds. And I found that that's pretty helpful with that. So um, I have a question. Are those all like animated, right? Like not real people. Not real. They're well, they're animated, but they're not like cutesy. They're definitely, right. they're definitely advanced gotcha. looking. So like showing it to a kindergartner, they might be like, huh, what mm -hmm. is that? Cause it's definitely, it definitely looks kind of anatomical mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So, but for older kids that really need that visual, um, I think it's good. And I am excited because I'm going to try and download it. I, 
I don't know about a free trial. I know it's a paid for app, but I want to see if I can get some sort of free trial for it because for some of the kids I'm seeing over telepractice, it's been really hard um, because I usually have my big mouth that I show them the sounds with, but I don't have that. And it's been really hard to show them those. So if I could get that somehow through telepractice, I think that would be really good. And then the last one real quick that I wanted to mention for articulation was phonics studio, and this is completely free. So I have this on my personal iPad and I use it. I used it for my private clients that when I used to see, I don't see anybody in person for private anymore, but when I used to, um, it was a really easy way for me to just have a quick flashcard flashcards on my iPad. It's completely free, you guys, which is insane. Um, at least it was when I downloaded, I was trying to look for some and it looks like it might be like a dollar now, but still that's super cheap. Totally. Um, it has all the sounds and it doesn't have as many. I want to say there's probably like five to seven trials of each position, each word, but that's still a good amount. And you mm -hmm. can still do a lot with it, especially if you're in a pinch and just need to do something quickly. Um, so phonic studio, and I think it's mainly made for like reading, but I've used it for speech. So I love it. I, yeah. I guess I need to expand my, uh, articulation apps because Right now I'm just rolling with <laughs> articulation station. Here's the thing though. If you have articulation station, you don't need anything else. Like yeah. you truly don't. Cause it's so, it has everything in it, but if you don't have it and you don't want to pay the $60, there are some other options out there. Um, but yeah, I think if you can get your hands on articulation station, you're golden. <laughs> um, the next kind of, um, part we have we're going away from our tick is AAC. So some pre AAC app or a pre AAC app that I have used to just kind of trial and see if the child, um, is appropriate to use one of these devices before I get them having, um, you know, Dynavox come in or some PRC rep come in to actually get them a device. I use so much to say, um, so much. And then the two is an actual to say, and it's just a really great app for seeing if they have the skills, seeing if they respond to it so that again, you're not paying for this really expensive application. And it's actually really nice. It's only, so there is a free trial that you can do. Um, and I shouldn't even say trial cause you can get it for free, but it does limit you and it limits you in the amount of icons you're allowed to make. If you get the paid version, you can change the amount of icons. Um, you can put more in, and it comes with a whole bunch of pictures. However, when I was using the free version, I was just taking physical. It allows you to take physical pictures of it, which I think is great. So that's what I was using. Um, but again, you, there's definitely more versatility when you buy the version and it's only $20, which isn't bad. Um, I like that you can record your own words, but it also is a con for me. So, um, I had a kid that we used to actually for a little while for, because we were waiting on his device and his mom had recorded her voice for some of them. So now I know any of you AAC uh, and specialists out there that really are passionate about AAC will probably tell me that's not the best because it's not the child's voice. It's not even a little boy voice. It's a mom's voice. And I know that's not completely accurate. So I would say that recording your voice is a pro and a con, you know, it's a pro because you can say whatever you want. So if they really like Paw Patrol, you can put that in there. Whereas it's probably not going to be a 
generated vocabulary word. Um, but at the same time, I know it is a con because it's not really relevant to their voice. And I know you're supposed to make it kind of as real as possible. So it's functional, it's easy to use. I really have liked it and I've used it a lot. Um, especially for those that are on their way to getting a bigger device, but it's kind of a good middle way when you're waiting for the device or when you're seeing if it'll work. I've always really liked it. That's similar to the next one that I was going to talk about, which is go talk now. So if you guys have used the physical go talks, they're the green AAC devices where I think you have a choice of eight, 16 or 32, I believe. Um, but they're the green devices that you can record your voice, um, slide in the uh, paper with all the icons on it, and it essentially just turns it into that AAC device for them. So they have that in an app. Um, they do have a free or light version, and then they also have the paid version. The paid version is 160 something dollars. So I think obviously starting off with the free or light makes the most sense. I think purchasing, um, if you're going to purchase the full paid version, I feel like that's a little bit more geared towards families that would be using yeah. it as a device. Um, but it has a lot of the same, uh, features that Claire just went over. You can make custom boards, you can record certain words, take pictures. Um, the downside of that again, is that you would, you would record the voice as an SLP or, um, you know, you can have this, a sibling do it or, you know, whoever they pick. But I do think the free or light version is really good to test out if they would benefit from the app. Um, so I would try it out. I like it. I like the physical go talks too. I know they're old school and people are kind of moving away from them, but I think they're helpful. Um, Rachel, do you know if, um, I know Proloquo used to do a free trial. I don't think they do it anymore. I don't think though, they do either. Which is really unfortunate because that was really nice. I know. They let you do that. Especially because, because then, oh, go ahead. <laughs> because then you knew if it was going to be a good choice for them or not. What if that wasn't the right application for them? Well, that's what I was going to say is buying one of those apps. So not only do you have to buy the device, right? The device, right. like an iPad's like $350 at right. the cheapest. But right. then on top of that, you have to buy the app and those range from like 150, probably up to 250, if not more. So unless you are seeing a SLP, you know, if you're the parent and your student seeing an SLP that already has that app or is very right. well versed in it, you're taking a major dive into, well, I hope this works. Yeah. So I, re I feel like it's a gamble. I know. I feel like it would be beneficial for companies. Like I feel like they would get more users possibly if they allowed it. So yeah. bring it back. We want you to bring it back. <laughs> we'll start the movement. Yeah. Um, the last one that we have for AAC is Student Center by Boardmaker. So I actually just sat through, right before our uh, two-week winter break, I sat through a three-hour Boardmaker training because I'm a Boardmaker rep for our district. And um, I'm like amazed at how far Boardmaker has come because the things that I was being trained on are amazing. So I will say the downside of using the student center for Boardmaker is the student would have to have their own iPad at home for it to be like truly beneficial. But 
essentially you can assign them work. Um, you can track data, you can make whatever board together. So say you are working on um, a story, whatever story, and you can send that story home with them. You can make a customized board, including all of that vocabulary. And that student can log into their student center and work on the same activities that have to do with that story. So I like it a lot, but that is the downside is the student would have to have an iPad in order for it to be beneficial. Now they can still do the activities on your iPad if you're face-to-face -face doing a session, but they wouldn't be in on student center. They would be using it on your device logged in as that student, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. I love, I think it's so smart of these app makers to make work that you can assign. I think that's genius. Like just like boom cards does, mm -hmm. like you can see how the child does. That's genius. I, it's such good for carryover because otherwise you don't know if they've done it or not and seeing yeah. if they can do it on their own at home. I think that's great. And you can see like if they've even opened it, you can oh, see. Awesome. And the other nice thing is it's not just boards, like communication boards that you could assign to them. You can assign them like a social story or a visual schedule cool. or a sorting yeah. activity. Say you read a book all about like fruits and veggies and you make a sorting activity with all of the different foods they talked about and they can sort them into vegetables and fruits. So I don't know. I like it. I'm going to test it out whenever we go back. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> that sounds things. awesome. Right. <laughs> um, our next category is fluency. We only have one app for that because there's honestly not a ton out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the one app that we're going to talk about, there's lots of different versions of this app, but this is the one that I found the best reviews on and was like most talked about. So it's called the Simple Fluency Calculator. It's only $2.99. I didn't find a free version. However, the $2.99 sounds completely worth it because what it does is it helps you um, generate your speech samples as opposed to hand doing them or recording the session, listening back, calculating disfluencies. I will say it's it's definitely geared towards parents and SLPs to monitor these things. The students themselves wouldn't do anything with the app, but I think it's super helpful because you can tally disfluencies. You can mark which kinds of disfluencies you can record them for their samples um, and like make a folder for each student. So I think that's huge. I wish I knew that existed sooner. That's so nice because taking those speaking samples is the hardest part yeah. of fluency therapy for sure. And I know for grad students, especially like learning it is really hard. So if there's an easier method, that's super Bring nice. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next area I just wanted to touch on was voice. So there are a lot of voice apps out there and I'm not talking really about voice, um, with adults because I've never done that before and nor do I feel competent in that area of voice, but I'm talking more so those kids that you might have goals for when they're too loud or too quiet, um, especially in the school, I've incorporated those into goals when um, they're talking really, really abnormally loud. Like sometimes kids with autism need kind of that um, vocal monitor rate in front of them. I've done that a lot with a visual of how fast, um, I'm sorry, how loud they are talking. So there's a couple out there, um, that I have found. I was actually looking for a very specific one that I used to use 
at the school I worked at and I couldn't find it. It was basically like an animal that's mouth opened and closed when the voice got too loud and quiet. And Uh if you guys know our listeners out there, if you know what I'm talking about, please let me know because it's driving me crazy. I couldn't find it, but I found some similar ones that are pretty much the same. Um, The first one is called too loud, T-O-O loud. And it's basically just animals with a meter and it's actually really cute. They're like on a rolling on a ball and they're just kind of chilling in a park. And then when it gets too loud, they like start to quiver and they're like, Oh, be quiet. And they just, (laughs) they like react to your voice. So it's just cute. And especially for like little ones, that would be a good option for, um, to make it the the character moves with your voice and it responds to your voice. So just kind of a cool little interaction app for that. Um, and then that one is free for the cat. You get a cat with the free version. And then it has a bunch of other animals that you can unlock if you pay $5. But to be honest with you, just use the cat. Like um, it's- <laughs> my mind is being blown right now. Cause I have a stu- a fifth grade student who mm-hmm. um, is completely obsessed with cats. He has a goal for avoiding interruptions and decreasing volume. When to- oh my gosh. I- so this is going to be it. like, I hope let me know if you use it with him that would be good I'm hoping he's gonna want to like protect the cat oh cute (laughs) I think he would really like it actually it's super cute and it's it's realistic look well not realistic looking but the cartoon is is a good cartoon like it's not just a simple one yeah then a couple other ones for maybe older kids or even adults, to be honest with you, if you work with adults that you're working on this with, um, voice volume meter is what it's called. It's pretty basic. It's $3.99. It's pretty much just a meter that it goes from blue when you're really quiet to green when you're in like the perfect range and then to red when you're too loud. So it just goes up and down. Um, I'm sure there's some other uh, qualities to it. I'm, I'm not totally sure if you can record or anything like that, but since it's three 99, I assume you, it has some other features. And then, um, it also comes voice meter light voice volume meter light comes free. So that's why I'm assuming the one you pay for has something more to it because the free version just gives you that rate scale pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just some simple stuff. Cause I feel like voice volume is really hard to teach mm-hmm. because, you can't do it without like yelling or whispering. And sometimes you can't do that if you're in the school and Mm -hmm. people are around you. So having that visual in front of them that actually moves with their voice, I think is so helpful than just even giving them a paper version. So the next one we have, or the next group of apps we are going to talk about is really just general and games. So fun apps or apps that you can kind of use with a variety of different goals. The first one I wanted to talk about was any of the Tokabokas. Have you used Tokaboka, Rachel? I haven't, but someone suggested them. <laughs> Did they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tokaboka is my favorite. They're so cute. I think there are ones that you have to pay for. I only have the free ones. I have the kitchen and the doctor. I think another one, but they're basically just like Tokoboka monsters. Like they, I don't even know how to describe it. They're just interactive. So my favorite one is the, um, kitchen or cook. I don't know what it's called. Tokoboka Mm -hmm. kitchen, something like that. And you feed the monsters different things and you get to like cut up their food and you get to put it in the microwave. And so it's really good for, I've used it for like labeling or just expanding, like put carrot in or something Mm -hmm. like that. And to be honest with you, I think I've used it more as just a simple reinforcement because Mm -hmm. it has language possibilities, but 
kids just think it's really cute and fun and they would choose it as a reinforcement activity. So I think that one is just a cute one to use for when you want to give the kid a break. And then another one that I found that I thought was really cute, but I didn't download it in time to actually check it out. Cause I just, when I was researching stuff, it was just one that I found, but it's talking ginger talking Tom. There's a bunch of the talking little characters and they're all free. And I was trying to download some, but my iPad is ancient and you have to have like a certain level of an iPad to download them. And I do not have that level, <laughs> but I couldn't download them. And I was really sad because they look super cute. So I've used talking Tom. Have you That's oh. another cat one with my mm-hmm. student that likes cats and, um, the, he likes it a lot. I mean, all of my students like it a lot. They're engaging. You can do different things. I haven't heard of talking ginger. Is that just like one of his friends? Yeah. It's what there, when I looked it up, there looks like there's a lot of different animals. I think ginger, I don't know what kind of animal oh, yeah. ginger is, but it's I know another cat. it's another cat. Maybe they're all cats. No, there's a talking Ben. He's a dog. Oh, oh okay. Oh, <gasps> Pierre, the parrot. Oh, See, the so cutest, cute. and they're all free, which is so fun. Paul the panda. Oh my Rachel, gosh. What do they I love do? These. Do they just talk? Do they repeat what you say? Or what do so they do? It's um it talks back to you. So yeah. it can repeat after you play with you. Um, you can do like different tasks or make him do silly things. Cute. Um, I know you can make Tom fart, which my kids think is like really hilarious. Funny. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's another good like reinforcer that. app or, um, whatever language goals you could kind of work. Yeah. That that's fun. So the only app that I had under this section is Class Dojo. And if you guys work in a school and you don't know what Class Dojo is, I highly recommend it. So on Class Dojo, you can make a class full of all of your students and they get to pick what little monster they want to be. And then everyone's in your class. But the best part of it is it's really great for communicating with families. Uh, Parents also download the app on their phone. And you can write messages to them and it essentially works just like a text message would and shows up real time on their phone. You can also award them points for participation. Um, You can give them both positive or negative points. Um, You can take pictures of activities. You can post reminders for parents. You can send a message to all of your parents, like reminder tomorrow's school picture day, something like that. It's amazing. It's super easy to get parents signed up too. So when you make your class um, and input everyone's information, you then click like print roster or something like that. And all of the sheets of paper come out that you can then send home with students. And all you have to do is scan the app, the QR code, the parents do, and it walks them through setup. It's amazing. I have my whole class connected. It's so good for communication because it works just like a text. Um, and goes directly to their phone. So I would definitely check that out because I live by it. Yeah. Dojo was like a movement in the schools when I was there too. All the teachers used it. Yeah, I actually didn't use it and I was weird for it because mm-hmm. I just never, I don't know, I never set it up or whatever, but all the kids would always ask me about it and because all the teachers did mm-hmm. it and it's a really good reinforcement system for yeah. them. They like the little, mon- the students like the little monsters and you can, they come, Class Dojo as a company comes out with different animated videos like around the holidays and around Halloween or summer, things like that. So they like watching those little videos and whatever. That's but fun. I like it. Check it out. Yeah, that's fun. 
Um, the last one that we have is just a couple about adults, adult apps or apps that you can use with adults. And I think all of these for the most part are geared, um, towards adult post-stroke. So if they have aphasia or, um, any other things that they are recovering from post-stroke, I think that these are what you would use with them. Um, constant therapy is a paid app. Um, I should have looked up the amount. I'm sorry. I didn't, but it is paid for. I know that. And, um, constant therapy is what it's called. It has, and there's a lot of apps like this where it has just all of these different categories in the actual app. So it has like naming has all these auditory comprehension tasks. It has reading out loud repetition writing. It has literally anything you could ever imagine. What I love about it is that you can hook up yourself as the SLP as like the moderator. So I can, uh, my clients that I have right now that I'm using this with have their own iPad. And so I hook that up and I have myself as like listed as the SLP. So I get emailed on their progress when they're doing it. Mm -hmm. So similar to what Rachel was talking about earlier, um, with one of those AAC apps, it just emails me their progress and it emails me when they do it and how long it took them and all of this data on it, which is amazing because it's giving me data when I'm not even in session with them. And it shows me that they are actually working on it. And I think that's what I love the most about it. I also love the versatility of it. There's all these different levels. Um, I, I assign different homework each time I see them and it's dependent on how well they did last time. Um, but they're, they're short and they're easy homework things. And it's just really, really functional and great. I love it. I just looked it up. It says it's free, but that it does offer different in-app purchases and doesn't it, say how much. I hate that. See, I, I hate that when they do that. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I guarantee you the free doesn't get you much because I know that my clients pay an annual fee. Mm -hmm. So I don't, but I don't know how much it is. I would guess it's at least maybe a hundred a year or something like that, mm -hmm. just because it is so intensive and there's so much information on it. Um, to be honest with you, I could probably use my entire session time, just doing things in the content therapy app. Um, but I just utilize it as a homework activity, but you could definitely, if you have it on your iPad at your clinic or whatever, you could use it for actual tasks that you're doing in your session. And then I'm just going to go, um, I think the next one, Rachel, let's do the tactus therapy one. Yeah. Next, Cause that's the, that's so, really similar. Yeah. So I don't know a lot about it, but our friend on Instagram speech with Jamie recommended tactus therapy apps, and they're all geared towards, um, like Claire had just mentioned for constant therapy, adults for recovering from stroke. And when you actually go on their website, cause I investigated it a little bit, you pick specifically, so you can go on both as like a loved one of a of a family member who would benefit from it or an SLP and you pick the specific areas you want to address. And then it gives you the apps that would be beneficial. And it looks like you can also bundle those to save prices. But Claire, I know you have more experience with this than I do. Yeah. I only have, I've only used the naming therapy one. Mm -hmm. Um, but like Rachel said, you can definitely bundle these and there's 
Um, there's a lot, it, it would probably benefit to bundle. It's just the one we have, um, on our iPad is the naming one. And it's so great because you, so like a word comes up and you can choose what kind of cue you want to give your client. So do you want to give them a semantic cue? So a clue like about the word. So if it's an apple, maybe the semantic cue is it grows on a tree, you eat it or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, you could give them a phonemic cue. So you could say, it, if you press that, it would say, ah, or you can have them rhyme. Apple's a hard one because what do you rhyme it with? But mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a hard example, but, um, you can give them just all these different sorts of clues. It also, um, you can choose if the word comes up. So maybe just like the a comes up. So they see the a, and then they see the spaces that would fill in the rest of the word to give them a visual cue. And so you're really being super intentional with a queuing hierarchy here, which is what I love about it because it's not just like a flashcard where you're giving it to them and they have to name it. Um, it's, it's having a very intentional method of cues to give them before you actually just tell them what the word is if they can't come up with it. So that's just one of them, but then tactus therapy has a bunch more too that, um, I haven't used, but I know like Rachel said, Jamie uses, and it's all just, it's very functional, like very similar to the constant therapy apps. Yeah. I'm on their website right now. It looks like they have like 15, if oh, not wow. more. Um, and the prices range from, well, first of all, you have the option to try all of them for free, which I love. We just ranted about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the prices range from $4.99 for some of them. And it looks like the most expensive I think is $74.99. But if you're an SLP working in that setting, th this looks like all you would need. If you get a couple of these main um, apps, there's a foreign one also, uh, that looks like a bundle. So I feel like th this is kind of all you would need, especially if you're in a sniff and you have to go from room to room to room mm -hmm. to just be able to carry your iPad. How amazing would that be? Yeah. I feel like if you are in that, um, field of being in a sniff, I feel like it would be very justified to ask for something like this. Totally. Very convenient. And then the last one I wanted to talk about with adults is just all those talk to text apps, um, or even the text to speech apps that goes both ways. So I have clients that, um, use talk to text. So they'll like remind themselves of something because they have a hard time motor wise, like typing it in or texting. So they'll use the talk to text. And then I have other clients that use the opposite that use the text to speech. And one of my clients is just, he's so smart and he's so motivated to get better, um, that he had what he uses this app for. He uses, um, the text to speech. So he'll type a word in and he'll have, it, say it, but then he'll have it repeat it until he's able to say it. So he has a really hard time with like longer words, like three word or three syllable words, for example. So he'll type a word in and that's his way of practicing those longer words is that he'll just keep playing it so that it helps him say it, which is just so cool. I love that. I know. And he did that all on his own. He's like, oh yeah, this is what I do. And he like showed me I'm like, what a great simple way to practice such a simple way, but also so functional and so easy because he actually has that on his phone. So it's always on him. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's a really easy way to practice when you're not in a session. So I highly recommend those apps. And I think a lot of them are free. Um, a lot of them even come on the iPhone. I know. So yeah, nice. those are some good ones. 
Well, that's all we have, but I feel like it was a lot though. I know. I feel like we could do a part two and then a part three. (laughs) Um, So we probably will at least do a part two down the road, but we hope you guys check out some of those apps, message us on Instagram or shoot us an email. If um, you heard one that you use and you agree that you love it, or if you heard one or you didn't hear one that you wanted us to talk about, and we can mention that for sure. Um, that wraps up this episode though, guys. So thank you so much for joining us again. And as always, you can find me, Rachel on Instagram at super sweet speech. You can also follow the let's talk about speech podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you give those a like and a follow and don't forget to check out our website, which is let's talk about speech.com. And if you listen to us on Apple podcasts, make sure to rate review and subscribe to us. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or my Facebook page, Kindly Speech LLC. And if anyone in the Ohio area is in need of speech teletherapy, please let me know. My email is kindlyspeechllc at gmail.com. And then Rachel and I also have an email for the podcast. If you guys don't know, let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Email us with questions, suggestions. If you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast, we love learning from you guys. And we also have a very special guest coming next week. So make sure you stay tuned for that. As always, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.